All right, gang, I suppose it's time to get started because we uh, are running way late. Sorry about that. Rock and roll, man. We are back for season three of the Fun and Interactive podcast. All right. Hopefully, hopefully uh, <laughs> Skype will cooperate now. And we have a very special guest, one go. I'm excited. Somebody I've wanted to have had wanted to have on the show for a long time. The creator of some of my favorite decks, Trader Joe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad we could have you on in such an uneventful week so we could just, you know, keep the discussion of things about you. I know, right? Nothing going on in the Cecil world. Yeah. <laughs> so so for the people watching us live, uh, just as a heads up, um, there may be some weird things that occur. Uh, we're using Skype this week instead of Discord because Joe was having some audio difficulties. So if you see like weird shaking or blurbs, it's because the video on Skype is not friendly. <clears throat> also, you may notice uh, we have a new background. Uh, new, That's pretty sweet. New templates to commemorate switching to the new client. It's pretty sweet you use that data mined background that we're not supposed to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, welcome, welcome, Joe. Uh, we love you. It's fantastic to get you on. Definitely. Thank you so much. Likewise. I miss you guys. I listen. Not only do I miss you, uh, but I said this a lot after the Master Series. Uh, you might be the funniest person in the Legends community, and so oh. I'm just excited to get you where people can see you because the Master Series did not do that. I, I have to agree. Joe is a hilarious, really cool guy, and it was awesome to meet you when we were in Texas. Yeah, it was a great time, man. Even though I didn't perform very well, I had so much fun that trip. It was one of the best times of my life. That's all right. Did you listen to the show? Derek didn't perform very well either, and he still did himself. <laughs> do I ever perform well, though? I, mean, I feel like that's a question for your wife. <laughs> Hey yo, so so it's been a weird week. It has been, and not just, it has been a weird week. Not not just because of the obvious legends related stuff with the new client, but I I need to talk about some some non legends things that happened. Um, if you follow my Twitter, some of you may know that I was interviewing some candidates for an open position where I work this week, and yeah. I had somebody uh, using a web conference tool, kind of like we are for this podcast. Yeah. who interviewed, and it was very, very apparent that the person answering the questions was not the person on the video. That's amazing. I, I had somebody who was literally like, he had headphones in, so let, let me try to do this. He had headphones in, and then he was yeah. holding up like the part of the headphones in front of his mouth like as if there was a microphone there, but he was doing it so that you hopefully couldn't see his mouth, right, to hide the fact that this was like the worst kung fu dub I've ever seen. And there was this weird delay where we would ask questions before the person would start answering. At one point, like, the, he says, like, like his video is fine, but he says, oh, audio dropped out. But I suspect it was, like, his buddy that he was piping in had his voice call drop. But, like, it was so bad that when we got off the interview, uh, me, the other interviewer, and then the guy who, like, found this candidate, he was, like, playing a middleman, all three of us, like, at the same time went, I don't know what happened there. But that was not the person that was answering questions. That's amazing. That's hilarious. That sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit. It really <laughs> felt like it. And then to make so other weird things that have happened this week. Uh, I was at the Halloween store with my my family. 
and we're getting ready to go in so we're out in the parking lot and my five-year-old's been dancing now keep in mind my five-year-old has never played fortnite he has seen other people play it uh he's seen videos of it but he has never personally played fortnite and yet between like videos and kids at school uh he knows like every dance in the game so he's like literally flossing in the parking lot waiting to go into this uh halloween store but then he he stops and he does something that looks like he's having a stroke or a spasm he's like flailing he he looked like chris farley in the man down by the river uh sketch <laughs> from saturday night live and he's just flailing and then he stops and he turns to me because he sees my puzzled look and he goes it's a dab dance it's from Fortnite." So, like, my five-year-old is dabbing in a parking lot and trying to explain to me what a dab is, and this is the life that I live now. Wow. That's good times, man. And then we have the client refresh. We've got Justin sending me weird PMs. I accidentally send, like, weird octopus dog hentai to Joe. Um, oh, man, Twitter. that was the best <laughs> message I've ever received. Um, that was pretty I'm still great, thinking yeah. about it. That was pretty you know, great. Our, our master's champion doing weird things this week. Our clients doing weird <laughs> things this week. Like, it's been a weird week is what I'm trying to say. Infinite dab emote. Yeah, or uh, I was calling it the turbo dab. Because he was doing it so fast that I didn't know what it was at first. Also, I see you there, Earl Meister. Thank you. You, you know what I can't see is, is my fucking body on that camera. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had it positioned before, and then it just readjusted itself. Like, the you guys' pictures on my Skype, whatever, have adjusted over and over. Like, watch. If I move my mouse, you guys yeah. will start freaking out. Like, at all. Like, it readjusts. Like, I can do this. It's a good time. Yeah. Should I, should I move my camera? No. Yeah, it, yeah it's, not, it's not you. It's just... It is what it is. See, now you're we're just stuck with it. Like I said, it's going to it's going to do that. Sweet. I can't see Charmer at all. Like I can see you on your stream obviously, but not through uh, Skype. I can see Justin. Yeah. I mean, you won't because OBS hogs the camera. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, this was I mean, I think that like in terms of things we need to discuss, new clients number 1, okay? Community in general is number two, as well as some standout kind of incidents from the last week, I think, need to be addressed. And number three, I think we should probably talk about Slay the Spire. <laughs> I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Number one, number one yeah. thing, according yeah. according to Justin, uh, Thursday, uh, he says, number one thing we need to talk about is Dr. <laughs> Ford. Oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> no, I, I think we should talk about Joe, because, like, one, Joe's our guest, and... Uh, What's there to talk about? Uh, well, I don't know that you're one of the best players in the game who routinely finishes high on the ladder. and <laughs> There uh, is that, you're, yeah. You're an innovator, and you're funny, and uh, y you have a very fantastic beard. I think that needs to be highlighted. It Aww. is nice. Yeah, it is a nice beard. He, I'm Joe working for the Justin beard. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Joe has great hair, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's getting close to like a respectable top knot. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Innovate, innovated uh, mid-sort. So, so Joe, how did you, how did you get into Legends? Let's start there. Uh, it was the summer before last. It was like, uh, I was 
super bored, so I was just flipping through all the free-to-play Steam games and giving each one like 10 or 15 minutes each until one caught my attention. Yeah. And uh, Elder Scrolls was like pretty high up the list. You know, I, I got through maybe 10 or so before I hit it. Um, I think it was within days of it actually being released on Steam. Okay. And uh, I still am not sure what it was about it on that day because I'd never played a card game before or anything. Uh, but it just hooked me. I was addicted from day one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it certainly fits you, right? Because, I mean, like you, like Derek said, you've been kicking ass at the game. You made it to QuakeCon where you did great. Uh, you, I mean, you got a free trip. You got paid. Um, how has the, the journey been? What, what was the journey from, hey, this is a free-to-play game on Steam. I'm going to fuck around with it, to, hey, I'm really good at this game. How long did that take? What was that experience like? Um, I'm just uh, really competitive, you know, and uh, I, I made it to like rank four my first month or something. And I was really proud, you know, I had absolutely no uh, frame of reference at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, each month I just tried to do a little better and uh, I kept watching like Link and other top streamers and, uh, you know, eventually started pushing for number one and uh, got addicted to that, you know. <clears throat> You, uh, you're saying addicted a lot. I mean, is does Legends take up a lot of your time? Too much of your not time? Nearly too much a while back, yeah. yeah. Not, not so much anymore. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it's much less of a time commitment now than it used to be to achieve the same stuff, which I'm happy about. Okay. Um, is that the result of more consistently, like more consistent wins, or are you like learning to temper your, your investment, you know, time wise, or what? Is, what is it? Yeah, I think I'm just I've just gotten better at um, laddering efficiently. You know, like conceit efficiency is the big meme with me, right? Always right, right. the key to going higher rank is to lose more games faster. You know, but yeah. there there are tons of tiny stuff you can do more efficiently to ladder. You know, um, and I think I've just gotten a little better at each and every one every month, and it's a lot easier than it used to be for me. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So I I can't help but say, uh, hey, Maricon, welcome. We love you, like always. Yes, and, uh, glad to have you here. I, I also need to point out that he said when he was getting started, he watched, you know, Link and, uh, you know, other top players and did not say Justin or Derek in that uh, same I, sentence. I've watched a lot of you, Charmer. <laughs> I did not watch any Justin, I'm sorry to say. I didn't discover <laughs> him until way later. <laughs> I'm glad I did eventually, but yeah, I did watch a lot of Charmer. And my first uh, deck I really committed to was your Time to Fight. Yeah. Fuck. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, I still stand by I think that was a little underrated at the time. Like, I, I don't think it yeah. was uh, like a top-tier deck, but I think that it was better than a lot of people gave it credit for. When, mm. uh, when By the time Joe started playing Legends, I, I was already in retirement. <laughs> that makes sense. I watched a lot of Bradford Lee too back then. You were you were the three. It was Link and Charmer and Bradford Lee. Right on. That's uh that's a quality group. Did you so, know that uh, Twitch drops killed Bradford Lee's streaming career? <laughs> I'm intimately gonna, aware. Man. I was gonna try to move on from that quickly. Um <laughs> So uh, you know, it's not just that you perform well on the ladder, right? But clearly you do well in tournaments. Um 
I know I've said in the past that playing in tournaments is really different from playing on the ladder. Would you agree with that? And if so, like, how do you attack them, you know, the same or differently, you know, from your viewpoint? Nerds is completely different, yeah. And Ian, actually, I wasn't really um, as aware as I became once Ian told me, but I was succeeding on ladder, like, long before I was succeeding in tournaments. I would get a couple rounds in, you know, back when I was doing much better on ladder and uh it's, it's there's a lot of small um decisions that are only relevant in tournaments like what deck you ban and what deck you lead with and um you know if you know who's going to be in the tournament you can scout out your competition and have a good idea of what you're most likely to face and stuff where ladder is like even um the average mentality of your opponent is obviously much lower and you can um, get them to make plays that you can't convince a tournament opponent to do because they know that you're thinking that, you know? Do you think that knowing what, you know, most tournaments right now, they have that format where like you get to see your opponent's deck lists, right? Because of the, the band formats and so forth. Do you think mm -hmm. that knowing what's in your opponent's decks also changes or shapes the way that you play in a tournament versus on a ladder? Oh, yeah, totally. I don't think as much for me as I've um, heard some of the other tournament players talk about. Um, I, I, there have been a lot of rounds where I'm so familiar with, especially when we're in a content draw like we are right now, I'm so familiar with um, specific decks and types within the classes that I don't need to have the list up. Um, obviously, if you go against like Petamax, you're, you, you study it on every turn. Or uh, like a Karakhan Zul who yeah, exactly. loves his ones and twos of his silver bullets. He's he's so frustrating to play because <laughs> like every turn I'm like so I'm completely fucked if he has his one of whatever. Yeah. But you can't play around a one of whatever out of a seventy five card deck, and he usually has it. You know, yeah. he's got his freaking viper every time. Yeah, I I, I feel like that. You know. Mm-hmm. So what are you, what are you playing right now, Joe? Just out of curiosity. Not much at all. I've, I've been I've said to people no, I, that I mean like right now because I can hear the clicks. Oh, I'm just clicking through our subreddit. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Yeah, at, it sorry. sounded it like you were playing a game, and I was like, oh, what are you no. playing right now, man? Oh, that'd be so rude. I'm sorry. No, that's not rude. Are you kidding me? Justin plays. If I'm stuff playing like a game, all the time. I'm surprised well, we Justin's, Justin's not playing rude. Slay the Spire now. If his arms weren't crossed, <laughs> if his if his arms weren't crossed, he I would swear to God to be playing Slay the Spire right now. <laughs> Look, it's still early in the show. Like, we'll get to watch the stream or something. If, if I didn't have to do this weird screen <laughs> capture thing, like I'd probably be playing right now. Like, I'll be honest. Turn turn the sound all the way off and play Legends or Artifact or whatever. I'm trying to think of the most ridiculous things I've done during the podcast. I definitely, for the last two weeks, have been playing Slay the Spire during the show. I have... What else have I done? Oh, I, pl I played a Heroes of the Storm game once, which was great. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, pretty good times. Yeah, this is why Joe is going to be the new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> he's already got the beard coming. He's, uh, he's attentive. <laughs> he's working on that beard effect. I gotta get a vape. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about. I was reaching for my vape, but now I'm so conscious about it. God damn it, dude! <laughs> Shit. Joe is body paint away from replacing you. 
<laughs> makes sense. Well, but you know, I will say, like, uh, one of the reasons I think Joe is such a like beloved community figure is you have this great sense of humor about you, right? And it seems like a lot of the a lot of the top players are are pretty serious about this, you know, and and are pretty. Uh, I don't know what the exact way to describe it is, but there's a type, right? The, the type that excels at chess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, arrogant, like- conceited. Uh, asshole. No, no, I'm just kidding. I love you, Will. I see you in chat. I'm just saying, like... No, I know what you mean. There, there's an intensity to him. Joe seems like a like a bro, and I like this. Like, I feel like Joe and I could kick it sometimes, you know? I mean, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I think that's fair, too, right? Like, uh, and I don't mean that as a bad thing. That's just me uh, joking around, right? Like, but there is... Um, like a, a contemplativeness or an intensity to a lot of the people who are top players. They're very much, you know, very uh, always analytical. And we're not saying that you're not like that, Joe, but we are saying that yeah. um, if you were to say like, hey, let's go LARP tomorrow, I would be like, yeah, that seems like a Joe thing to do. And I'm willing to do that with Joe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. shout out, shout out to Will. Like, we'll get to you. We have some, we, we are going to talk about <laughs> you actually later on. <laughs> He gave us plenty to talk about, didn't he? We'll get there because we still need to talk about this new client, this client refresh, right? Like this is, you know, this is something we've been. I mean, Derek and I first played the new client like what five months ago now. Uh, yeah, roughly it was May because it was just yeah. before E three. And we've known that uh, this was going to happen for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now that th- that it's finally here. I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and start us off by saying it did not meet the expectations that I had set for it. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say that it was exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah, well, have you, I mean, like, let me clarify for those of you who may not know Derek very well. <laughs> His Twitter is full of suicide memes. <laughs> Listen, I believe in, uh, you know, setting proper expectations I believe yeah. in always preparing for the worst, right? You hope for the best, but you prepare for the worst. Um, yeah. I also, here's the thing. Like, I've got over a decade in, like, IT and software development. And, like, I teach, you know, computer programming uh, at a col- college local nearby. So um, when I first learned about what Sparky Pants was going to be attempting to do and the time frame that they were trying to do it, I knew like this is there's a reason why last week's podcast I said, hey guys, if you're thinking there won't be bugs, there's gonna be bugs. There's a reason why I've been saying it on stream uh, like for a month. Um, I've been trying to say it on Reddit here and there. like I was trying to set proper expectations because yeah, uh, again, I, it's probably just because of my career and my industry experience, but what they were trying to do in the time frame that they were trying to do it, um, I like I just knew that this was coming. This does not surprise me. I've been saying for at least a month now that what you should judge them on is how fast they fix things, not what the initial build was. And I stand by that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, obviously, I don't know shit about programming. Uh, what I what I can say is that like, um, well, let's let's start with the bright stuff. Today had a huge fucking list of bug fixes, right? Like, there was a lot of stuff that was fixed today. Now, I have to admit, I haven't noticed any of those fixes in the games that I've played tonight. Um, but it suggests to me that, hey, like, they're working on Saturdays. They're, they're busting their ass on this. Uh, and I will say, too, just, like, calling back to the first time we trusted a new client, um, <clears throat> the progress made between when we played it in May and now is... 
<laughs> There's no comparison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no comparison. We at can't all. talk about specifics, but if you, again, if you go back and listen to us talking about the old one, we, we very uh, jovially, uh, usually with laughter, say, like, yeah, there were some weird things we ran into. Um, yeah. Because it was really buggy back then. Um, and, right. And to, to, to go from unplayable, basically, in May, I think it's fair to say. Right, like I don't think we could complete a game in May. Uh, to where we're at now, impressive. Yeah, and I do want to. So I want to talk about something here real quick, right? So like when we played this in May, um, it was significantly worse than the version now. Um, but the thing that stood out to me then, and the reason that I've had faith in Sparky since then, and I will continue to do so until they give me a reason not to, is. Um, when we played on that version in May, the small group of us that got to go to Bethesda headquarters, um, they did not try to defend the state of the game at that point at all. They literally, they pulled out a notebook, like Andrew and Peter were there. They pulled out a notebook. They sat down next to everybody at every workstation and they took notes. Like, yeah, that is true. Feverishly is took true. notes. If you had a bug, they were like, okay, great. Let me know how you did that. Um, they were attentive. They were eager. They did not do, they didn't try to say like, oh, well, like there, there was no sugarcoating it with them and they were responsive then. And, um, again, like from just the way that they reacted and being open, um, that was what had left me with the best impression and hope at that time. Um, they, you can tell that they want to get it right. And, uh, uh, you know, every every version that I've played has been better, right? Yeah. Is it where we would like it to be? No, I'm not going to pretend like uh, that that is the case. Uh, is it uh, a great first impression? No, but it's also not the first impression they wanted to give. I think if you would ask uh, Peter or Andrew um, or even CVH, if, they, if you were to ask them, hey, is this what you wanted to deliver? <laughs> I think they'll all say no, but there are deadlines and timelines that just had to be met. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I typed I, something up on, uh, in, as a reply on Reddit recently where I had basically said, like, listen, this isn't ideal, but I, I truthfully, there's a couple of things I want to address here. And, I, and I'm trying to not monologue too much, and I'm trying to make it through this without yelling at people. Um, the first thing I want to say is that I think if you do any sort of honest self-reflection about the state of legends and what we all thought it was capable of doing and capable of being as a game and where it was at, um, something had to change for us to achieve what we all felt it could be. Right. Uh, we all knew that there were lots of cool features that we wanted. We want tournament modes, but even more so we wanted customization. We want cool new avatars and new game boards and more than one game board. So we can select between them. And, you know, all these things like Elder Scrolls as a franchise is the sort of game where like it's supposed to be something that you play the way you want to play it. Right. There's an identity to it. There's a reason you can spend half hour in a character builder on Skyrim and Legends, I think, should mimic that. And I think it was capable of getting there, but it wasn't getting there for whatever reason. Again, I, I love Maricon and a lot of the other developers that I've talked to from from Direwolf. I don't know what the deal was there. Um, but it, it wasn't getting there. And at some point, you have to shoot the hostage. Like, that's what I put on Reddit, right? It's the old speed thing. At some point, to do the right thing, you have to shoot the hostage to get there. And I think that's kind of what happened. Um, but the other thing that I want to touch on, because I've seen a lot of it, 
is people very vocally saying, I hate the new look and uh, we never asked for this, this change. Um, and you're right. I would, I would dare say the majority of the community probably liked the old look, but there is a reason for that. You're the people who stuck around. You're the people who looked at the current look and said, I'm okay with this, and hence you stuck around. But I'm not worried about the people who stuck around. I'm worried about all the people who tried it and left because the old one was fucking bland. The old, the number one thing, if you played this game back in open beta when this thing first launched, the number one complaint, we used to have daily posts on our Reddit saying, this is boring. This is bland. I hate browned. Like, this is something that looked like a cardboard box fucked a manila envelope and gave birth to a scroll, right? Like, this is, this, and, th and that's a problem. So even though we liked it, of course we liked it. We stuck around. We love the game. But if we want this thing to grow, if we want this to be the community that we want it to be like then you have to offer something else right it's about all the people who came and left as much as it is about us who stuck around so you know bethesda knows they know the number of people who try and then go somewhere else right we don't but they do and we've been hearing for a while now that like new player retention and new player acquisition is really important to them so like yeah i get it you guys didn't ask for this to change but we want more people to play our game and the number one complaint we used to get back then was this is boring we would like to see it spruced up so like you know again like I i'm sorry but and, and i'll be honest like i thought it was boring like i stuck around because i think the game is awesome i think people like you know maricon developed and designed a fantastic game to play but i i wasn't playing this because i liked the game board I'll, I will, uh, if you don't mind me chiming in here, Mr. Monologue. Um, I, uh, Hold on, I gotta I mute Justin real quick. I finished a Slay the Spire the run while you're fucking talking. <laughs> but no, no, in, in all seriousness, uh, I too stuck around for the last two and a half years because, uh, well, okay. I stuck around in the beginning because the game was fucking awesome. It's well designed, mechanics are great, it's a perfect mix of all the things that would, I, I would want in a card game. And it's still the best card game digital card game I've ever played. Paper one too, I guess, to be honest with you, because I like it more than Magic. Um, although the Warcraft TCG is pretty sweet. But anyway, um, I uh, and, then, and now I continue to stick around because of the community, right? But yeah, I, I too, you know, like th there have been times where I've come close to quitting. And it was, for me, it wasn't how boring the board looked or whatever. It was the content droughts. And so now I'm excited that allegedly we're going to be getting more regular content <laughs> how you doing joe i'm great man how are you i'm good i'm fired up Derek's yeah, passion, passion got to me i was kind of in the same position as justin like uh when it first when the new client first dropped where my expectations were just way too high and i don't have any experience with it, obviously this kind of a i don't even play in betas ever um, but unlike Justin, I actually did think, uh, it was much, much better after the patch today, yeah. which in instilled a lot of hope for me personally. And I'm excited for the future now. To be clear, I've only played three games in there with Dwemer Battle Mage. So I wasn't, inter <laughs> I wasn't interacting with a lot yeah. of the cards that, made that changed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got a, we got a patch pretty quickly with no downtime. Right. And I, awesome, I know, too. I know that, uh, you know, the the next patch is already being worked on. 
Um, so like they're trying to come quick. I also know that there were some like very quick hot fixes even before the big patch that were sneaking in. Um, yeah. Cause I, I would see assets updating here or there. And I know uh, like zombie hunter and a few other people on my discord were saying the same thing. So, uh, but again, like I, I kind of expected this. I knew this was coming. I've been saying for a while, like there's going to be bugs with what they're trying to do. And you know, uh, in a year's worth of time um, is kind of ridiculous uh, in and on in and of itself um so there's going to be bugs but judge it by how fast they fix it um you know if if there's a large portion of the player base that are still unable to play it due to bugs or compatibility issues or whatever um yeah you know i'll be, I'll be honest for an extended period then <laughs> then yeah then that's a problem but i'll be honest i still can't play on mobile really <laughs> yeah i can't i can't even get the client to update I can't either, actually. Wow, yeah. I guess I'm I I'm on a Galaxy Seven, like not even the I, Edge, and I didn't have I, any problems. I have an S Note Eight or whatever, like a a nice new fucking phone, and it won't do anything. <laughs> Weird. Like I had yeah. not only did I have no no problems with it, but uh, when I'm playing at lunch on work, uh, I think that things are like snappier for me. Um, I kind of enjoy playing on the mobile a bit, but. I mean, I'm looking forward to it too. Like playing on the mobile, playing mobile uh, between between clients I see at work has been like a staple of my life for quite a while now. So I need my solo solo arena back. But yeah, yeah. I, and I will say, like, I mean, I can't. I, I don't know that we've ever in the history of Legends had a patch so quickly after like an uh, like an update. You know, and this was. You know, you know, I, I, I always go back to the. Uh, there have been a lot of other examples of stuff similar to this, but to the embassy disguise guard thing, where like that was that lasted like it feels like weeks to the point where I even posted on Twitter like, hey, I'm not playing the game anymore and releasing any more content until this shit is fixed because it happened to me twice. I'm like, this is the most goddamn annoying thing that's ever happened to me in this game. Yeah, uh, that was also when Bone Colossus was bugged, and there was a couple other things, and I did not play during that. Um, yeah, I feel like that was about a two-week period because I don't think I started playing till halfway through the month on that. Yeah, it's good times. Cassidy had fun. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Were you as disappointed as I was, Joe, when Cassidy wasn't able to make it to QuakeCon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I, you know, part of me wanted him not to go, and part of me wanted to see him there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I actually had a conversation with Santos Vela beforehand. Where I was like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "I got you." Yeah, it's kind of weird that you know his offenses were bad enough to not be able to participate in one series of tournaments, but he's about to be flown to another country to attend the biggest tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, this is kind of a, this is kind of an opportunity to segue actually to another kind of like legends community topic, right? You know, like like how do we as a community react when members of the community and and Kassadin for you know as much as he's kind of a punchline, like is like the the Russian face of legends, right? Yeah, I would uh, say it's like him or Aquaman. Who I, I really like Aquaman. He's, Aquaman's U Ukraine though. Oh, is he? Damn. Yeah. I mean, if Putin has his way, that'll be part of Russia soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I would say Kisedner or Aini. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Aini. Yeah. I always forget Aini's Russian, too. I like Aini. 
yeah, I, and he's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like what? Uh, yeah, so I'll just throw it out there, right? Like there was a a prominent member of the community who said some things that maybe they shouldn't have said, and uh, the uh, the community itself has been kind of I don't know that the Reddit thread about it's pretty vicious. You guys have thoughts? Um, nice. You guys want to go back to talking about how the old client doesn't work? <laughs> I mean, it's not particularly surprising. Like, I don't mean any offense in anything I'm going to say, but yeah, uh, it, he's kind of shown a lack of social awareness in a lot of stuff that he said, and this just happened to be a particularly severe one. And I know that he wasn't trying to be offensive to anyone. I know that. Yeah. I mean, um, listen. I, I, again. Maybe it's just because I have like low expectations, but uh, just like the client, I'm not surprised, and I'm not surprised by how everything went. And here's why: um, you know, this person who did this was is young, and uh, you know, I've had this dis- discussion with Justin, right? Because Justin and I were we're very very similar. Um, I'm a little yeah. less vocal about it at times, but like you know, we bond because we're both addicts. Um, I just don't talk about it a lot and we bond yeah. over a lot of things. And one of the things that I was talking to him when we were in California together was that, uh, you know, I used to be a raging racist when I was younger. Right. Uh, like hard. So, you know, so we're up... clear. So we're clear. My parents were hippies. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. This, it, this is not something <laughs> we share in common, but like I grew up in a trailer park, uh, poor. Um, my yeah. brother is 10 years older than me and used to hang out with neo-Nazis. And when you're an impressionable young dude, like you do stupid shit. And well into my teens and even early 20s, uh, I did a lot of dumb, racist stuff, right? Not great to admit. I'm certainly not proud of it. And uh, I try to be better about it now. But, um, you know, when you are young, uh, it is very easy to not see that even when uh, there is a lack of intent that uh, things can be hurtful, right? Like one of the big things for me that I remember, like when I was younger is I would be like, well, you know, words only carry weight if the other people like let it bother them. Right. That's a pretty common thing. And and I guess there's some technicality there, some truth there. Uh, you know, words are a social construct and blah, blah, blah. They're really just sound vibrations moving through the wind and how you choose to interpret them is on to you, whatever, right? We all rationalize in different ways, but the truth was I was just an asshole. Um, but I didn't understand it back then. And I'm not saying that that gives this person a pass, right? We all have to learn our lessons in harsh ways. Um, but I'm not surprised by it. And I'm not surprised that uh, the reaction was vicious because it kind of should be, if I'm being honest, right? Rightfully so. If you do stupid shit, you win stupid prizes. That's that's what it comes down to in my mind. So mm-hmm. uh, I can only just say that uh, I hope all parties involved learn from it and allow other people to learn from it. And, you know, that we understand that it's not acceptable moving forward. And, uh, and that's it, right? Like... I first of all, uh, you, the stupid thing, stupid prizes thing. That that's genius. I love that, and I'm stealing <laughs> that. <laughs> and I and I'll be using that and claiming that I made it up on my own. So, I thank mean, you for fair. that. I, yeah, I didn't but, make it up. It's uh, it's a common colloquialism, but <laughs> yeah, Justin I mean, made it up. But Just, uh, but I will. Justin s- made it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I made that up. Yeah, it goes. I go way back. But um. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm, now I'm thinking about how ridiculous I am, and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah. So um, I was thinking about this, you know, like, so for instance, like I have a, a job pretty uh, completely as completely removed from my legend stuff as you can possibly get. But um, my executive deputy director watches my YouTube videos. Right. And I, and we're friends. And like, I know that part of it's because he's a gamer too. Right. But like, um, I also am aware that like, uh, because I work for a grant funded nonprofit that like, if I was to say something like that, I would be fired immediately. Like overnight, I would not come into the office. Right. Now that said, like, um, I totally agree with you that I don't think any of the, there was any malicious intent there. I think it was just sort of, uh, you know, again, a lack of social awareness. I think, like Joe said, is, is pretty pretty clutch. I think he's a, I think he's a good man, honestly, having spent time with him uh, in person and off and online. And I personally believe he deserves a second chance. I'm going to go ahead and say that too. Um, and I also agree that the community response was. For the most part, appropriate. Some of it drifted into like not helpful, you know, just sort of oh, like yeah, ad like, hominem attacks and and stuff, and you know, name calling and stuff. But yeah, yeah. For, for Reddit, just not helpful is actually pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's it's, it's like the reaction to the new client, right? There was a lot yeah. of deserved stuff, and there was a lot that was incredibly not helpful. Which also, let yeah. me just throw this out here real quick. Um, hey, hey, fuckers, using Reddit, use the search function. You're killing me. I don't need ten posts about the same thing. Like you, you realize that like I probably I think I have more posts on, the, on on our subreddit than almost anyone else, <laughs> and I didn't know until you physically showed me that you could sort by new on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm just telling you, all right. Like I, I told you, I'm trying to make it through this without yelling at people. <laughs> Fuck, dude, I didn't it's know there was a Reddit. Well. I didn't know there was well. a Reddit. I didn't know there was a Reddit app until you showed me. <laughs> I still don't use it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, look, I mean, gaming is going to be full of people. Like, by its nature, like, I think that, uh, and this is changing, I guess. Maybe I'm just sounding, I'll sound old here. But, like, gaming appeals to, seems to appeal more to people who didn't have anything better to do in high school. Uh, and, and for the most part, those are sort of socially awkward people, right? And card gaming is sort of, like, the most gamey of gaming things you can do. Except maybe, like, I don't know, you play Shadowverse, that, like, porn <laughs> card game. But, like, um, and so... It makes sense that it's gonna, there's going to be like a collection of like vaguely like socially awkward people, right? And I think that that's okay. I mean, everybody needs a place to be, and I think that the community in general with Legends is very positive and supportive. And uh, I think that if we see growth from people who make mistakes like this, we should embrace them, you know. And, and it goes back to Cassettin, right? Like Cassettin has been an asshole in every conversation I've ever seen him have, right? And and I don't think that that's what we can expect from from what happened the other day. So yeah, I agree. I think it's a good thing. It sounds like he's um, really taking what at least the constructive people said to heart, and he's going to try to fix it. I agree. Especially I agree. compared to how unapologetic he seemed, like in the spur of the moment. Um, He's seen much better in the day since then. Yeah, I mean that's a natural thing. Again, I, like I'm oh, yeah, not, I am sure. not going to give a pass, but I will say that it is a very natural thing when um, when people give you some criticism to get defensive immediately. Like even if deep down you know you're wrong, right? It's like it's like when totally. you get caught lying and you're like, I'm not lying, and you get all indignant or whatever. But like deep down, you know, yeah, I'm I'm being the fucker right now. So mm -hmm. sweet. 
I've already decided that I want Joe to come back for another episode. <laughs> well, you know how like we have some people on the podcast, and you're like afterwards, like you're like that was pretty cool, and then you're kind of exhausted. I've already decided that Joe needs to come come on again. I'm already looking forward to it, man. Sweet. We have a very short list of people who have returned. Uh, who, who's been on, on the show twice? Christian's been on three times. Ray Ray Barker's been on three times, I think. No, he's been on twice. Twice. I I like him. I like that. that. Ray Ray Barker is a good person. I um, if Ian's been on twice or not. There's a, it's a really small list, but I think Ian's been on twice. Yeah. Um, I know coming up here soon, we're hoping to get uh, Arkham Warlock on to talk about his survey results. Yes. Um, Shout out to Arkham Warlock for discovering that Derek and I have a co- have a have a have a price that we can yeah, be bought. You, you can buy your way into the podcast. Uh, Nickel Queen has expressed <laughs> some uh, desire to be on. I think she would be a, a pretty awesome oh, yeah. addition. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, I know it was mine. Joe, so you're 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 a funny you're a funny guy. You, you like you like your trolling. I do. Would you like to be involved in some kind of elaborate meme video with with Derek and I? Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Sweet. We'll, we'll we'll be in touch after the show. All right. Sounds <laughs> good, man. <laughs> yeah, my cat is a guest every week, Grognak. That's right. That was another thing actually that uh, got me really addicted to the game was the community around the game and the rapport that I built with people through Twitch, which I only started using for drops, so I'm grateful those existed. <laughs> wow, you're one of those unicorns, huh, that drops actually worked on? The only reason I ever came to Twitch in the first place, and now it's, you know, essentially my homepage. That's amazing. So, That's what's up, dude. So thanks to Lazy Gamer specifically. Oh, man. You guys remember a couple minutes ago when I was talking about how I wanted Joe to be back on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I just burnt that bridge. <laughs> no, actually, oh. I've been trying to get Derek for like almost a year now to have Lazy Gamer on as a guest. I get shot down. I, no, Did you talk to him no, at all? No, like, truth. No, no, we need to back this up. Every time, every time Justin has said, I want to have Lazy Gamer on, I've said, okay. Every time. I've never once shot this fucker down. Don't you dare, Justin. It's just I leave it up to you to contact him and then you back out. Yeah, it would seem sarcastic. <laughs> I've met him in person. He's really nice, you know. Yeah, he's a cool guy. So, okay, we've been told we know officially that they've said that uh, Isles of Isle of Madness, Isles, multitudes of madness, single uh, Isle, Ar- 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 archipelago of madness, is going to be coming in quarter four. Right, and quarter four begins in two days. That's right. It starts in October. Yes. Ex- expansion in two days confirmed. Can I make the Reddit thread? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll go ahead and just publicly say uh, I, I know I'm breaking NDA by revealing this, but it will not be in two days. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I will break NDA to set that expectation. You are not getting an expansion in two days. <laughs> In fact, I'll even go as far as to say until you see, I don't know, like card reveals or something, you should probably not be expecting it because they will go through the normal PR stuff. But, Joe, I'm looking at you here. 
what does this game need? What like give me some fantasy cards that would radically shift the meta? Oh man, I, I can't help you there. I have no like uh, other card game experience. You know, it's a base. Even when people uh, ask for actually just that, I get asked that quite a bit, and I yeah. I just tell them I I would need to play some other games for a decent amount of time, and uh, you know maybe merge some of my favorites. I think that, uh, so if you're talking about stuff that would like shift the meta, um, I've been thinking about this a while. Uh, I think that, not that I think control needs help, um, but I think that some sort of support that starts punishing people for multiple creatures entering play at the same uh, time or in the same turn uh, would be an interesting thing. Specifically like a, a defensive haunted manor is the way I think about it. So, like, the first creature is fine. The second one, maybe it gets minus one, minus one. The third one gets minus two, minus two, something like that. So that it's, um, like, a preemptive uh, conscription punishment or swarm punishment. Now, I think you have to cost it appropriately. I don't think it can be cheap, right? So that uh, your early token decks aren't, like, immediately shut down. But if something like that costs, like, five or six, and it was uh, something you could tech in, maybe against conscription, um, I think it would be potentially interesting. Um, I also think that, uh, similarly, like if you're going to help out control the aggro, I think aggro needs some tools that aren't just draw more cards and wither hand cultist, um, because those just aren't interesting. Like they're effective, but they're not interesting. So I'd like to see something, uh, opened up there as well. Um, I think more card, in all honesty, I think more cards in the vein of fiery imp could be interesting for aggro, um, stuff that like just reward you for uh, attacking um by pushing extra damage in right um so uh like the equivalent of trample uh you know so like we have breakthrough obviously but maybe i mean maybe that's it right maybe you just up uh, the breakthrough so, you know, something right i i think that both of those could use some help um I think mid-range is actually in a decent spot right now. I think it could maybe get a little bit of help, but I know that it's got help coming, so. Yeah, I, spe- I specifically didn't ask you this question, Derek. <laughs> That's <laughs> asking Joe. Well, the extent of my creativity would be like, you know, a unique legendary version of Ash Berserker, where if you have a something with four power, you draw two cards every turn or something. It sounds like you want to design Hearthstone cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Elindria says Tribunal needs a new uh, win con. Look, Tribunal decks shouldn't win- run win cons in general. Run, run 60 removal spells <laughs> and uh, and just wait till your opponent concedes. I will be honest, I would like to see some more cards with, like, decent last gasp effects make it around again. Because, like, let's be honest, Sower is, like, the only one that has a big impact. I'm not saying there aren't other ones that are good, but when it comes to, like, impactful ones, it's, like, that and, like, Blackhand Messenger. Are you familiar with Balmora Spymaster? (laughs) This This is why we're not friends. Um, <laughs> no, I just, I think back to like when it was just the core set and, you know, yeah. there was actually a time where like teching in Deshin Avenger was correct because it survived Ice Storm, right? Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I'd like to see that get a little bit more support. Valmarie wants a, well, a card that makes every card in your opponent's deck into a random card of the same cost. Cost zero. <laughs> uh, Kinsman is tremendous value. And, like, oddly unplayable. I've been playing, actually, with it quite a bit lately, because in two different decks, I, I built a Last Gasp Assassin deck that I've been recording with, and I have spent some time recording with a, like, Assassin Burn deck. I mean, like, I... Not like I actually put much brain power into it, but, like, I did some math, and, like, there's enough burn, like, just straight-up reach cards now in Assassin that, like, you should be able to kill somebody by turn 8 just by drawing them naturally, right? Um... And so I've been playing House Kinsman in there, and uh, in both of them, and it's it's not a bad card. It's not a bad card. It turns out it's actually pretty good when you combine it with that, uh, like what is it, Blood Sacrament or whatever. Yeah, Blood Sacrament's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Blood That's a good. Yep. That's a good seven. Seven to the face with Drain. Mm-hmm. I do worry, though, that like every time I beat someone with a Prophecy Ransack, they uninstall the game, and that's one fewer viewer I have. <laughs> I literally published a video today that I lost to a Prophecy Ransack. Was that, Were they playing Assassin? They were playing Prophecy Assassin, and they nice. hit their fourth Prophecy in the row, and they ransacked my creature oh, to fuck. prevent lethal. Actually, now that you mention that, I watched that video. It was your Halalu video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I've been there, man. Yeah. 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 There was a time when Prophecy Assassin was, like, one of the boogeymen. Yeah. Action Assassin, Prophecy Assassin, Goblin Assassins. There have been a lot of great Assassin decks over, like, the last couple of years of Legends. There's not really a great Assassin. I mean, there's that, what people are calling the Tempo Assassin deck that's not bad right now. But, uh, there's nothing, I, I feel like Assassin doesn't have anything interesting going on. Is that fair to say? I mean, not if you're talking about competitive level. I still think Ultra Assassin's fun. Yeah. yeah, Ultra Assassin's great. I, maybe I mean new and interesting. I think Joe Assassin is fun. <laughs> That's whatever Burn makes. We just call it Joe Assassin. <laughs> Ooh. Ironically, that was a sick Burn. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Zaya just got her uh, premium buffed. So that has some going for it. Oh yeah? Alright, I'll save up and craft it finally. Doesn't look good, but it's something it used to be basically nothing it was like a, some sunlight in her eyes or something mm -hmm. when when's iron gonna get the treatment i know it's, it's so bad and it's such a good card and emmerich too those, those are the two emmerich needs to get buffed so that he's like winking or something right just for the high king emmerich guys like that that one just needs something extra mimi and special in mm -hmm. my mind I, I i would love to see like and maybe this is too close to, like, vanity cards, but, like, I think that we deserve as a community. Like, you know, we have the Dapper Defender, the Hive Defender with the uh, the, the nice jacket and the, and the wine cup. I think we need a alternate art hiking Emmerich that somehow gives a shout-out to th those guys' work. I think we need uh, one as well that's th whatever the opposite. I don't even know the name of the card. This is how bad it is. But the 6-3 with Breakthrough Hive thing. Needs, oh, yeah, yeah. Need, needs to become Hive Offender. Like, they just need... <laughs> they need to rename it. Do an alternate art for it. Yeah. <laughs> Some new voice lines by a specific someone. 
Hey man, last uh, last week on this show, I, I I said, I said that I would, uh, or maybe it was on my own stream. I don't know. Now that I actually use Twitch, it's hard to remember. But I said I would be willing to revoice every card in the game for twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm totally willing to do that. Uh, Sandra says, "Tell Joe I say hi. I'm watching your stream. What a god! What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sandra. You want to know what my favorite thing is? So before we went live, <laughs> this, this is 100% a true story. Before we went live, we were having tech issues we were trying to sort out. I mean, we're still kind of having them, right? And while Joe couldn't hear us, Justin's like, all right, guys, I got to go take care of something. I'll be right back. So he stands up and he walks to basically where the door is that you can kind of see behind him. And what he had to take care of was just yelling through the house. He's just screaming, Sandra! Sandra! I love you! I love you! I just needed to say that! I don't need anything! No, I just love you! Fuck off, dude! Right? 100% true, I swear to God. Did nothing else. Went to the door, yelled, Sandra, I love you, like five times, and then came back and sat down. I'm even more disappointed now that I couldn't hear anything. Oh, God damn it, dude. God damn it. Look, man. I've only been married for four months. It's still it's still great. Listen, <laughs> I've been married for over a decade, and it's still great. Yeah. For That's me, not her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was worried about the Joe effect on her. Yeah, it's true. I was preemptively like making sure she remembered that we were married. <laughs> Listen, when I said Joe was taking over as the co-host, I meant in all phases of your life, Justin. Fuck. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Joe here. Any, any minute now, we're going to see Celine walking behind him on camera. Like, what? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So uh, we're past the hour mark. So Fire Drake's, I guess, going to just start right off with the questions. So I think we should transition to that. Let's do the interactive part. Fire Drake's coming in hot with, uh, what do you think of the idea of having a ladder where you can play all three possible color combinations and another ladder where it's two color only? Yeah, Sounds awesome right. to me. I'll take as much ladder buffs as I can get. <laughs> so my concern, uh, my concern there would be, I'll get closer to the mic. People are saying I'm quiet, but I leaned back because I was yelling. Um, my concern with that would be that you like split the player base, right? If you have two ladders, then you got people playing on two different ladders. Um, my other concern is that I don't want to play against Ramp Scout that has unstoppable rage. And I don't, I don't want to play against a battle mage that has sower, or sorcerer that has sower. However, you that's want to put that. That's fair. I, I, I'm not interested in like splitting the ladder in any way. To be honest. Warlock says keyboard ASMR. Yeah, the keyboard uh, sounds are kind of loud today, but. Again, we're not using the normal like software because we had tech issues, and so everything is out of whack. I'm sure my volume's out of whack. Um, cameras are out of whack. I apologize, but uh, this is what we had to do to get Joe on, and once we got Joe on and working, we were like, we're not touching anything. Don't jinx it. Don't disconnect. So, 
Yeah, people uh, even pe- breathing, man. Yeah. People ex- explained to me on my stream the other day what ASMR was, and so I leaned forward into the mic and did my Antonio Banderas accent for a while. It's it beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. It's one of the accents Santa doesn't let me do. <laughs> yeah. All right, so if people want to fire in questions, now's your time. And again, we can talk about anything. We can talk about uh, the client refresh. Um, we can talk about Joe. Yep. Shady pasts. This, this is the interactive part. Oh, yeah, we can talk about prison and shit, too. Mouse clicks. <laughs> All right, so we got, uh, do you think there is a huge polarization in viability and deck strength between two-color and three-color decks? And if so, how do you fix it? It's not as bad as it will be as no more cards are printed. That's my official statement on it. Yeah, um, I think my statement would be, I don't think that it's polarized as much as people make it seem. It's just that the reason that most people want to run the the three color decks is because they are capable of high rolling better right uh decks like warrior and to some extent like even you know aggro crusader or mid-range sorcerer i think are still very solidly consistent like i know what i'm getting out of them and they perform consistently um but they don't they don't offer the ability to just like draw the right card at the right time the way that the three color decks do and so I think that's why it feels like those decks are so much more powerful because then when they do do that, when they do draw that right card at the right time, um, it's a big swing and like it just feels better for you, the person <coughs> playing the deck, and it feels worse for the person playing against it. And so um, I don't think it's as polarized as uh, as it gets the rap for, but I, I don't know what you do to tackle it going forward without specifically designing stuff for class-based decks, two-color decks, um, whether it's to make them a little more high rolly or, um, you know, make it less consistent if they're included in the three-color decks. More stuff like the allies uh, or things that reward you for playing just the classes, I think, is the right way to go. Man, I was playing uh, Dwemer, like I said earlier today, and, like, Mechanical ally has is like, I, I man, I just think it's the perfect card. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I mean, that's it's really that, good. That's a Dwemer is like playing a three color deck in a two color body because Dwemer is the the archetype that when it high rolls, man, you feel unstoppable, right? Like when you curve perfectly into halls. Yeah. Um, it feels kinda, good. It's terrifying. Yeah. I've never played a game of all neutral. Not even just all neutral, just like the like token Dwemer with even some class cards thrown in or whatever. Um, like I, I played against a Dwemer spell sword that curved perfectly on me, uh, and they were I don't know like fifty something at the time, so like they were in the top one hundred with it, and it was it was a terrifying experience. Like they rolled right over me, and there was nothing I could do. If you don't have a good board sweep before that halls comes down, they will outrace you. Yeah. Now, Michaela's done pretty well in uh, Warpath over the past couple months with Dwemers. Yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it just feels really high-rolly. If you can, 
like on on turn five or when you're at five magicka however you want to put it whether you're on the ring or not like if you go mechanical ally and steam constructor in the shadow lane and they don't have an answer for that and you drop halls next turn it's a huge swing yeah you're not counting like anything else you've done for the rest of the game right um dwarven dynamo is a really powerful card like yeah, Dwarven, Dwarven Dynamo is actually, I would go so far as to say, one of the strongest cards in the game. Oh, see, the cameras are going to freak out because I'm clicking over to see the questions, but... In fact, I, I, I you know, I, I feel like I actually said this before, but I feel like we're only a couple Dwemer away from it being, like, a really competitively strong deck. I mean, I think it's competitively strong now. It's not like tier one, but I think it's completely competitively strong. I mean, it, it some pe some people thought it was strong enough to bring to the Master Series, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, so we've got uh, Ian Bits. Do you think if Joe streamed more than once a month, uh, then every Tesla streamer would have to stop due to competition? Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, just the whole package. That's why I don't. That's for you guys. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got the personality, the skill. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like we, he, they they took the best parts of Derek and I, and and put it in a good looking body. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna start blushing. <laughs> so, solid question here. Zombie Hunter nine by nineteen says. Uh, what do you guys think the possible damage done to the game was from people just complaining the game sucked because of the way the client looked? Oh, potentially immense. Really? Yeah. Interesting. What about you, Joe? I think it's pretty substantial. Yeah. If I had uh, tried out the game for the first time where it was like before this patch, even probably as it is right now, I wouldn't play a second time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for me, I took that question as, what do you think the damage was done from the complaining? Like, the complaining itself, I don't think, did any damage. The people who already had an initial reaction to the client that was negative, um, are they've already had that feeling. Seeing a bunch of other complaining is just like an echo chamber at that point. It's not doing anything to change their mind. And for the people who were okay with it, I don't think that they were, like, okay with it, and then they read a million Reddit threads and were suddenly not okay. I think that... I think your decision was already made up one way or the other. So, like, I think that the event itself has, like, potential long-term damage, sure, but I don't think that the complaining, like, the complaining was just a, a giant echo chamber and people giving themselves free Reddit karma as far as I'm concerned. As a guy yeah, I, don't, I don't think the complaining was that bad, personally. You know, yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm, I was both day one super sad and crushed by how vocal the complaining was, and then day two and three, uh, very happy with how quickly it had subsided. I, I just think that, like, like Joe said, you, you're not retaining any new players right now. I mean, go to Steam and look at recent reviews, right? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's not, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> But, I mean, we've been through, I'll be honest, like, we've been through periods like this as well. Um, I, I I think that there's certainly damage that has been done, but I'm maybe I'm just too optimistic. I don't think that it's irreversible, and I think that when things 
um, get fixed and things are calmed. Um, I, you know, CVH has said in the past they are planning a second uh, marketing push. That that could be nothing. That could be substantial. But my hope is that uh, when things are fixed, they do the substantial marketing push coinciding with uh, the Isle of Madness uh, launch and that that will bring people back, right? And or bring in new people. I'm more concerned about the new people, to be honest, even if those other people never come back. But I'd like it to also bring people back. Silverfuse says, let everyone throw a tantrum and let it fizz out is what Justin Larson did. Um, yeah, I did something like that, yeah. Uh, Kaniac asks, has there been any discussion as to how they'll bring back drops? Yes? I can't answer, I can't answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I, we can answer that question by saying, yes, there's been discussion. Yeah. That's about all we can say, sadly. <clears throat> drops will come back. All right, uh, Ian Bits, uh, what do you think the long-term damage is to the game from the period of time where the game is either incredibly bad or inaccessible due to the new clients? Uh, people downloading this for the first time. So very similar. Yeah, I think that the long-term damage um, is, again, just going to be related to the people hitting this for the first time right now and then potentially uh, the people that it drives away. I, I And I'll, I'll follow this up with... Um, I think that the potential biggest source of damage has nothing to do with Legends itself and everything to do with uh, the poor timing. Uh, let's not pretend for a moment that this came at a good time when uh, Gwent is about to essentially relaunch, when yeah. MTG uh, Arena is hitting open beta and with artifacts. Uh, hitting their first form of their beta in October and full release in November. I think that, I think that if it was at any other time in the year, like I think if this happened in June and uh, we had like a bad month and then they like did uh, another content launch and they fixed all the bugs or whatever, I think we were like have an impact, sure, but I think we recover very easily. I think that the uh, biggest potential source of damage is more to do with the timing and other games, if I'm being honest. I still maintain, like, having played Artifact, and no, I, and maybe not as much as some other people, but I don't think Artifact is a Legends competitor. I don't think it's a Legends competitor from a gameplay standpoint, but I think that all the people that play Legends, because they like to be competitive, I... I think they're going to take a really long hard look at artifact sadly and and i say that strictly because um like let's be honest here there were a number of very competitive legends players that left to go play hand of hot garbage for a <laughs> tiny amount of money right and that's true you're kidding yourself if you don't think that valve is going to throw way more money than high res did at their tournament scene so I think uh, I think from a, a gameplay standpoint and uh, the people who like it, I think Artifact competes far more with Magic, but I also think that the, the money will draw people in. <clears throat> That's all right. Legends will still be here when they come back, realizing that they are not life coach. <laughs> right. What do you think about Artifact, Joe? Well, I haven't looked into it too much, but uh, I'll definitely be buying it and trying it day one. I'm excited yeah. for that part. 
I'll be playing it a few days before day one. <laughs> you don't gotta tell me that, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm uh, scrolling through here to get some uh, questions. So, uh, Dust wants me to ask Joe if he has uh, had his stream benefits reward come through yet. Not even a little bit. No. And the, the context there is that the uh, you, you guys remember the Elite Circuit? I know Justin casted in yeah. Griffin. Yeah. Um, in the original article for that, when they announced it, they said that the winners of the three championships would get that uh, Bethesda stream team bundle thing, and they'd you know make graphics for your stream and all that all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, that never, well, so far it still hasn't happened. It's been like eight months or something. Fuck. So I've bothered <laughs> CVH about it like three times, like several months apart. Have you, you know, and, have you uh, tried contacting Sean Baptiste by chance? I haven't, no. I would consider hitting him up as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just okay. say, like, hey, um, not not saying that, like, CVH can't do it, but um, Sean is, like, also on that front, and he might be able to get you some traction. Okay. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. And Dust was one of the winners, too. That's why I was bothering him to see if uh, he ever heard anything. I think, wait, didn't Dusty ask for a computer? I think he got that. Yeah, he finally got the computer. Very recently, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I took the cash and I got paid, like, immediately. I need to participate in one of these tournaments so my computer will stop uh, blue screening. I also need a laptop really bad, but... I didn't realize how bad I needed a laptop till I started doing the Master Series, and I was like out in California, and I wanted to play Legends, and uh, the hotel Wi-Fi is not like kind to your phone out there. Oh yeah, that's how you ended up playing on my account, right? And playing some of my awesome decks. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent win rate with, by the way. Yeah, Joe, did you know? Did you know that what what Spell Sword tokens has been lacking? Is Mushroom Tower and Two Dollars Treachery? <laughs> no way. Are you serious? I, I Absolutely. Have, I have. I. I. I have played it, and I have a hundred percent win rate with it. I can say that's those right. Things, that's right. Actually, true. You yeah. shoot me a list after this podcast is over. I'm, I'm taking this to the ladder. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Keeping up with the questions, Silverfuse uh, asks us, do you think we will have a pretty decent by the end of the year? I assume they mean decent client, decent uh, yes. something. sounds Decent client, the best expansion we've ever had, and uh, continual patches is what I'm going to say. I think we're going to have. I didn't fuck up, right? I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm scared. I, I, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know that's their goal. It's it's really hard for me to say definitively uh, simply because, I mean, that's the nature of programming, man. Like, sometimes you fix something and break two more things. So uh, I, know, I know that it's going to take some time to weed out. I would like to remain optimistic. Um, and, and say like, yeah, it'll be good to go here soon. But, um, you know, one of the things I tell my students when I first start teaching is, uh, there's two phrases during your coding career that you will say more than any other, like hands down. And the first one is, I have no idea why this doesn't work. 
And the second one is, I have no idea why this works. And I mean, that's just, that's coding. So, um, and my dog is now in here. So sorry about the snoring guys. It's going to be a thing. It's all right, man. It's uh 10 15. You're lucky. I'm not snoring. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Joe, where do you live? What time zone are you in? I live in uh, Washington state. So I'm Pacific. Nice. Oh, all right. 9.15. Sweet. Trying to catch up here on the questions. A lot of active chat. Uh, Zami Hunter says, Brad seems to go where the money goes. Drops. Yeah, he does. Who? What? Uh, I was a uh, joke about uh, Brad. Do-do-do-do. Uh... Yeah, man, chat was blown up. Thank you, guys. Let, let's not uh, laugh at the suffering of others. Unless it's me. <laughs> no, it's just, just leave him at this point. It's fine. No, we're we're good. He's a good boy. Later. <laughs> Grog next. So we need a GoFundMe to get uh, Charmer a new rig. Then no. I was joking the other day. Somebody was asking about. Um, this was actually in my Discord, uh, and we were talking about like streaming as an actual <laughs> career. And I was saying yeah. that, like, I did the math once. And in order for me to, like, if I was ever going to truly quit my day job and then, like, stream and make content full time, um, yeah. I would have to have uh, roughly 3,300 subs on Twitch. Yeah. Right? To match, like, overall what I make from, from my day job. That's not even counting, like, the teaching at night, right? Just, like, if I wanted to quit my day job and do it full time, I would need 3,300 subs on Twitch. Mm. that is so far from obtainable like i have uh 31 right now right so i would need to increase that by like i don't know a hundredfold thousandfold whatever it is um like i don't even have 3,000 youtube subscribers and that costs people nothing so yeah um actually i think that if you want to increase your youtube numbers you're gonna have to start paying people no, I don't think it's that at all. I think that I just have to have really <laughs> clickbaity titles, uh, like this guy I know. And get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I mentioned this because the, I had said in uh, my Discord, like as a joke, that I might add a stream goal uh, or a sub goal on my streams as a joke that says, uh, "Help me quit my job." That has like three thousand three hundred and thirty-three sub points as the goal or whatever. But I was afraid people might take it like the wrong way or as a, as a serious thing. But that's funny, you know. Because don't get me wrong, like I would I would quit my job and make content if I could. But there's just no way that's gonna happen, dude. I don't think I would. I would need about three times as many subs on or views on YouTube as I currently have to think about quitting my job. And I would not be breaking even financially, but um, I'm not going to do that. I love my job. Yeah. Uh, Shannara asks, uh, are there more than two genders? Joe? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a pass on this one, I think. Yeah, I'm not answering that question either. Sure. I'll go ahead and say, uh, yeah, there's absolutely more than two genders. Uh there's a bunch of like invertebrates that have no gender technically. If you're talking about like anatomical sex, I'm sure that there are, uh, listen, statistically, it's probably, uh, impossible that there isn't some sort of like alien life on other planets. 
Um, for all we know, there is a like rainbow of genders. Like I think that uh, I, personally, I think that it's really hard to just say definitively that uh, there is only two genders when scientifically it's almost impossible that there's not more than that. So, you know, I think you're limiting your your view of the universe if you think there's only two. That's about what I was thinking too. I just couldn't articulate it. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're all over. It's raining genders. Look, man, people can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that's my stance, too, on pretty much everything. Just yeah. don't bother other people. Exactly. Oh, God. So I here I was, like, telling my wife, don't show the dog, and now Ian Bits is like, hey, can you show the dog? Yeah. Ian yeah. Bits, Ian, Ian, he'll put the dog on camera if you subscribe to him. Yes, there we go. That's that's what I'll say. I'll agree. I'll show the do dog for uh, subs. Because uh, All you, you, have have to, to, you have to remember, my audio people, there are some people who listen to just the audio version. They can't see the dog. They could hear him, though. If I got him close enough to the mic, it would sound like a lawnmower. But Also, if you subscribe to him, it'll double the number of subs he has. So, be a bro. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm subscribed to you. Uh, King Shugo. That's a fantastic name. Uh, Holy shit! Oh my god. <laughs> Ian, Ian Bits did just subscribe, so I will show the dog. Uh, King Shugo says, can we hear you guys, your guys' best messed up Encano voice lines? Oi. <laughs> Oi. What is What does Encano say now? I don't remember what the new voice line is. Somebody type the line out in chat and I'll, I'll do it. Well, I, I think the words were the same. It was just a completely different voice. You want to say hi, Oi? Yeah, I got gifted a sub. <laughs> this is why I have that sleeping pug emote on my channel. It's literally for Oi. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have YouTube videos back when I used to play H1Z1 where I had to put up like. Uh stuff like text on the video that say this isn't in-game sound that's just my dog that's funny yeah i don't know uh what the new voice line is for Encano. i have many many important things on my mind that's it that, that was that was it <laughs> i have my many important things on my mind what the unholy fuck was that? <laughs> that? That was the messed up Uncano. He said, give me your best messed up Uncano line. So I thought we were supposed to mess it up. No? Now, now, now I've got some other things on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> on your mind, what you have, hmm? I can, I can do Antonio Banderas doing it. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, all right, so here we got a good question for Mr. Uh, Banderas here. Is the very low number of viewers on Twitch an indicator of the people actually playing after the client debacle? Thank you very much, first of all, for your question. It is of the utmost importance to both me and the community at large. I, I will begin by saying that as an artist, I, I struggle every time I see such low numbers in Twitch viewership. It disappoints me greatly to no end to see that people are not taking seriously the great sacrifice artists make on Twitch. That, that being said, I think it's also important to clarify that the Twitch numbers were artificially inflated by people who are viewing just to gather drops and were not actually viewers. And they now are more accurately reflective upon the community 
interested in engaging with the sort of art history that goes on on that website. So, uh, in conclusion, I will say this. Uh, the Twitch numbers as they exist now are an accurate reflection of the community and are therefore healthier. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, I think that about sums it up. I really wish that I could, like, scroll through the questions without it blowing you guys up. The minute I mouse over, like, you guys go to normal, and then the minute I come back over here to scroll through questions, it, you guys, like, inflate incredibly. Nah, that's a Khajiit, yeah. <laughs> oh, here... Uh, not necessarily a question, but just Belmiri hitting me here. Six stages of debugging. That can't happen. That doesn't happen on my computer. That shouldn't be happening. I see the fix. How did that ever work in the first place? Yeah, like, this is somebody who understands. Uh, Ian Bits, can we po point out how close up uh, on Joe is the best of this podcast? Yeah, again, like, it's because... We're not using Discord like normal because we couldn't get it to work with Joe and Skype doesn't want to stay at the small screens and uh, everything's a tech mess tonight. So uh, I apologize both to my uh, live viewers and to the audio people. Um, I apologize to those viewers for Charmer as well. <laughs> Zombie, Zombie Hunter says, whenever Justin talks about possible NDA items, I just imagine him saying, I've been to prison and I'm not afraid of going back. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Doc, Doc says, I can't imagine a straight-laced guy like Charmer memeing that goddamn hard. Let, let me, let me uh, be the first one to burst your bubble. Uh, I meme pretty fucking hard. I just don't do it... Uh, like on camera very often. But Justin has hung out with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Derek, Derek's got a sense of... A, well, let me put it like this. Derek, Derek's got a great personality that you'd never see if you viewed his content. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truest thing I think has ever been said about me. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> No, that's don't don't apologize. One hundred percent truth. Like my content is very like teacher me, right? Like I uh, I try to keep it somewhat educational, somewhat respectful, and then like not I don't know content not teacher me is trouble. Uh, Eternal Youth asks us, do you know if the tourney client planned later on uh, for the game will be very customizable? I can't remember what i can say about this um i believe they've said publicly that they do want to give us uh some customization options um it's hard for us to talk more about that because there i mean there's definitely been things discussed um but i don't want to i don't want to say something and then have it not either not show up or even like i don't want to say something and then if it's not there for the first version of it because again it's going to be a, like an iterative thing um yeah also, uh, Black Drop, again, we keep the notifications off for the podcast, but uh, Black Drop, thank you for gifting a sub to Joe. That was very kind of you. I see your sub, Immortal King, uh, Ian. Um, wow, look at all these subs, yeah. man. Uh, Jarl, Stefan, uh, Solar Fox, McLeod coming in. We really, really appreciate it, so thank you. We do. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I got one. I'm happy. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I know I'm really like kind of combative tonight, and I'm not meaning to be. I just I'm in a really great mood for some reason, and like I'm happy to be here. So, so I'm taking it out. <laughs> so I'm taking it out on you. Black Drop wants to know if we can use Skype every week. The dynamic camera zooms are super fun. <laughs> no, are you kidding? It's awful. <laughs> it is pretty awful. It's been driving it's me nuts. Look, oh, look. Yeah, it's awful. I look terrible anyway. Normally Justin isn't happy to be here. <laughs> That's not true. I actually had a lot of fun. I mean, jo Joe's been great tonight, but I had a lot of fun last week when it was just Derek and I for the first time in forever. That was pretty sweet. I really enjoyed watching that too. Uh, I always Bell do. Belmiri asked, uh, will you twerk on stream if there are five more subs? Uh, fun fact, uh, I physically cannot twerk. Uh, I've broken my tailbone twice, and after the second one, because that was when I got hit by a car, uh, after I went to the chiropractor and had x-rays done recently, the chiropractor yeah. told me that when I broke it the last time, it healed wrong, so my tailbone curves like in and in a weird direction, and it actually causes me like back problems and a few other things. Um, Damn, old man. Yeah, so like I... I would love to twerk for you. Uh, like I can, yeah. I can jiggle the cheeks, but that's not the same as like the full arc, you know, it's for a proper twerk. Um, and it's I'm in sweatpants. I'm in sweatpants, so I'm not sure if you could see the cheek jiggle. Um, so I apologize. You... I, I physically Hold... can't. Uh, Joe, maybe. Hold on. No. Let's clarify. Why are you like? Why would you ever wear pants while streaming? Because if here's here's why that's actually a legitimate question. Um, if something were to happen, right? Like if my kid wakes up crying and I need to go quickly, and I'm in a um, yeah. my my concern is that if I ever am in a position where I have to go deal with something, I may yeah. forget to throw up like the be back soon screen or something, and uh, I you, you you don't want to go full Will's dad. Yes, <laughs> yes. So legendary. Will's dad's a fucking hero. So typically it's either uh, sweatpants <laughs> or like athletic shorts um, yeah. for comfort. But uh, yeah, I, I do wear pants. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just catching up to uh, some parts of chat. Dust was trying to say that Uncano's voice line was, Hello, I'm Uncano. I'm a wee rancid skank. And that's the <laughs> best worst uh, British voice I can do. Damn. Yeah. Ian Bits, <laughs> oh my god, I want to be best friends with my dog. Listen, Oi is the best. Oi is fantastic. He is the most loyal, the most fun. He's like my favorite loaf of bread ever. Yeah, and the dog the dog is called Oi. Uh, so I'm seeing a doc here, but he's actually named after the Billy Bumbler from the uh, Dark Tower series. And then I have two other pugs. I own a grumble of pugs, which means three or more. So I also have Lily and Zoe. Uh, Lily's our adopted one, but we don't tell her, even though she looks different from the other two. So it's pretty obvious. Because <laughs> Oi, Oi and Zoe. I don't know why it's so funny. Oi, Oi and Zoe are uh, brother and sister, but from different litters. But they're both fawns. And then Lily is an all black pug, uh, and she was a rescue. Yeah. And apparently I got my wife laughing now. <laughs> I 
<laughs> so I just got to where uh, Shannara asks us to do a rapey gourmet as far as voice lines go. So he wants uh, to hear a rapey grizzly gourmet. What's grizzly gourmet say? I don't know. Joe, you do a rapey grizzly gourmet. <laughs> I can't even do a regular grizzly gourmet. I, I believe in you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. No, not going to happen. I have many important pastries on my mind. <laughs> I don't know what he says. Um. All right. So, I mean, somebody just flat out said, uh, so how bad was that update? <laughs> Which we've kind of been covering. I mean, it obviously wasn't great. Yeah, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. I mean, it wasn't great, but... We've already got one pretty sizable patch. I know that they are actively working on a second one with a lot of bugs identified. Um, the no downtime update I thought was pretty nice. Uh, it's a good sign for the future. Uh, Doc says, did they intentionally remove drops so that they have less beta testers in their buggy new client? Uh, no. I can say <laughs> that. I can say that definitively. No. Yeah. Look... <clears throat> I don't know what the connection. I, I I don't know that there's necessarily a huge connection between Twitch viewership and like engaged players. I mean, there is, but there isn't. Like one is not necessarily reflective of the other, but there is usually a correlation. Um, but it also kind of depends on. I mean, it depends on some other factors, though, too, right? Like, your audiences are just naturally different between IPs. Like, Hearthstone gets a big audience because, one, it's filled with a lot of, like, highlight reel moments, um, but it's also coming from a community that was, like, Warcraft and World of Warcraft-based where people were already, like, in raiding guilds and used to talking to each other, whereas, like, the Elder Scrolls universe, you know, has a very uh, dedicated, large uh, fan base, but they're all single-player games, right? So, like, when I play Skyrim, I'm playing Skyrim in my underwear for, like, 100 hours in my basement. And then when I play Skyrim the card game, I don't think, like, hey, I'm going to play that with my buddy that I've been playing Skyrim with because I haven't been doing that. Um, whereas, like, with Warcraft and Hearthstone and the people that were already doing that, like there was already kind of like some built-in connections there. So um, I think that uh, obviously low Twitch numbers aren't great and we'd love to have them higher. Um, and there is a, a definite correlation there, but I don't think that it's like apples to apples necess necessarily. I know not many Lilybucks. I'm skipping way ahead. Lilybuck says, "I know not many people are streaming right now." Yeah, but have you noticed that I'm streaming? <laughs> Let's get to the important stuff. I've been really digging your streams, Justin. You guys are really cute. Oh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Uh... It's been fun. Like I never thought, like, uh, like Sanders always like really been behind the scenes like she puts in a lot of work on the channel and like she's actually the reason I, I started the channel in the first place she thought it'd be funny um 
but doing it with her has been great. It's been great for our relationship, and uh, I think it's important that there are a diversity of people out there creating Legends content. I think this is a good question. Uh, Silverfuse asked, uh, how much would you say the secret committee of content makers slash players uh, influence uh, Bethesda's decisions? Oh, the secret Legends Cabal? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs> good question. <laughs> I mean, I if, if you're not comfortable taking it, I'll take it. Knock your stuff out, man. Uh, I don't think that we influence their decisions a whole lot. Um, they certainly, like, ask us for feedback, and we give it. But, uh, like, I can tell you when we took that trip to HQ, for example, um, you know, they were listening and they were uh, attentive. And like I said er earlier when we were talking about the bugs, Sparky was very, very uh, quick to, like, listen to, you know, hey, this isn't working and blah, blah, blah. But... Um, I am never, ever, ever gonna be like under any sort of assumption that like what I say influences them, you know, um, they, they're, they're in full control of that IP over there. Um, and there's like a big process, like, um, Elder Scrolls is more than just legends to them. And there's like, like multiple departments and games and whatever that they have to take into account with anything that like comes from Elder Scrolls. And so even if we wanted to give feedback about some stuff, uh, it's just not going anywhere. Like, again, like it's, it's, it's tough because I don't want to make it sound like what we uh, as a community have to say doesn't matter because it does matter. Um, but it's not like we have any direct influence, right? Like they just, we're just data points the same way that everyone else's data points are, if that makes sense. I think that uh, maybe uh, something I can say is that they, they being like the people who make these sorts of decisions, they listen to everybody who's interested in this game, like who's passionate about the game, right? And, uh, if you want, you know, them to hear what you have to say, post on the Reddit. Like, I know for a fact that that multiple people at Sparky Pants and Bethesda like dig through every post on that Reddit, shit post or not, to find, you know, where people's heads and hearts are at with this game. So yeah, I mean, I every everybody everybody has listened to. Yeah, I don't want to start conspiracy theories or anything, but like, uh, Peter has already, or yeah, Peter Gennaros, right, from Sparky Pants, has already said, like, he has a Twitch account, and he's been active in the community for months. Um, he wouldn't tell me what it is, right? Like, but uh, he he's like, yeah, I've been active, and I sit in chats, and I've even subbed to some people, so... Um, like, Dude, he's, he's, he's probably a fucking tuna fish account he probably is right like so but I, I guess my point is like they're there and they listen but i think that they listen to everybody i don't think that anybody that they have like regular contact with um has any sort of real influence and like so ian went out right so like ian's in chat he can speak to this like we went out and uh there was feedback but like i think ian would re reiterate what i'm saying which is like we don't we don't have like any sort of real authority or weight any more than anyone else like they just genuinely look for feedback uh, the same way they always do but i i do think that was a good question it was cool um like on the day that the new client went live someone posted a, a 
Reddit post that had a screenshot of the Sparky Pants website, and it was just a typo of uh, our game name. It said Tessel colon Legends. <laughs> and that was fixed on the website within like half an hour of the post. I thought that was pretty cool. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> Plot twist, dust is Peter. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing the X-Files theme song in my head right now. Apparently, a lot of people liked my quote, uh, I can jiggle the cheeks. So uh, I officially added that now for future. Hey, I, I have a, another way you can look at the uh, Secret Legends Cabal's influence. If I had any fucking influence... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Witherhand Cultist would have been deleted a long time ago. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. That is exactly what I was going to say. He was, he was calling for nerfs. For, for that, like, at the visit. He was calling for nurse for that at both PAX events. Like, that, that gives you anything. Well, like, I want to be clear. I don't just ask for absurd shit. But I, I, I did raise my concerns about how unfun that card is. Although I think it's balanced. Just, like, super fucking not cool to play against, though. Yeah. Justin is just a memer, though. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, another good question. Uh, Immortal King says, I really hate how people point to the Steam charts and call our game low player base. I think Steam is probably 10% of the player base. What do you guys think? I think 10% is being incredibly generous. Really? Yep. I mean, I this is, again, one of those like rough spots where we can't say too much but uh i can tell you that um mobile is far and away the largest portion of our player base which was one of the reasons they were trying to put an emphasis on a on the mobile client uh what do you what i mean what do you think joe like you said you found it on steam so i assume you play mostly on pc right yeah like 100 percent. i played fewer than 10 games ever on mobile um I just wanted to check it out out of curiosity for the new client recently, and I can't get it working. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing on mobile when I can. I just can't yet. But I assumed that the majority of our, our player base was just mobile. <laughs> we we own the sky. Must have just noticed the tags that I uh, put because um, they, they, <laughs> yeah. I got to the part where they said uh, when's the body painting happening so if you don't know Twitch recently added tags and I didn't want to use no tags but when I was going through the list there was nothing for like card games um, or anything of that sort so uh, we, we can put up to five tags and right now we are streaming live under the tags educational fortune telling meme runs pop culture and body painting those are the tags we are using on Twitch right now. There's no cheek jiggling? Uh, no, it was not on there, sadly. High quality. Yeah. Uh, oh, this, I mean, this is another good question. Uh, P. Kato, I'm probably slaughtering that, but asked, what is the Secret Legends Cabal? Uh, that's the name Justin gave it, but there was a group of us that got to go out to Bethesda's headquarters um, test this client uh, back in May, um, give them feedback, etc. Justin just calls it the Secret Legends Cabal, but it was there wasn't a ton of secret about it. Like you can see pictures of everybody who was there. Um, like we tweeted about it. 
It was known. Yeah, I made some T-shirts that said "Secret Legends Cabal May twenty seven May twenty eighteen, and uh, gave them out to everybody because I wanted to get a picture of Pete Hines with a T-shirt with my face on it. And in order to do that, I had to spend a couple hundred bucks on T-shirts for everybody. <laughs> so it, ultimately, it was worth it. Sandra and I ordered those while we were on our honeymoon. <laughs> Sandra says hello. By the way, she's here. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Sandra. <laughs> she's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think this is interesting. It's something I want to touch on. It wasn't a question necessarily, but uh, Kenny Dota said content creators dictate largely what the other pleb uh, data points say, though. Um, so not necessarily a question, but how do you guys feel about that? Like the the idea that um, you know spaces of the community is people who either make content or like influence it via decks or you know tournament performances. Um, you know, do you think you have, do you feel like you have a lot of influence on the game and the community as a whole? Do you like take that, uh, seriously? Um, and I was really curious to hear from Joe specifically, like, how do you view yourself in terms of the rest of the community and your relationship with them and, uh, like any responsibilities that you may feel you have because of that, uh, et cetera? Um... I know that I have meta influence, you know, like if I, if I, you know, obviously do well in a tournament with something, it's going to show up naturally on the ladder. Um, when I'm talking to people, I, I, there, there is a line that I think has grown as I've become more well-known in the community um, that I won't cross when I'm being super sarcastic and, you know, joke mean to people. Um, but not hugely. I don't, I don't think it influences my behavior too much. Um, I think it's fun to sometimes like throw a singleton something, which I probably just picked up from Karakon because the same thing happens every time he does anything. Um, throw a single of a card into a deck, and like the Warrior, for example, that I've been taking everything for like a year now, <laughs> and it's a little bit different every time I bring it to anything and people are like why why do you keep doing this and i'm just i tell them it's like um the textbook companies put out a new edition every year they you have to pay for it even though there's you know two lines <laughs> different that's amazing that, that's every one of my sorcerer uh posts right justin <laughs> i'm sorry bro <laughs> <laughs> you're not sorry one bit you know though that i say all those things with love right like no. I, would, I I wouldn't make fun of you if like I didn't like expect you to do it back in like if we weren't actually friends. Listen, but I, I do love doing the master series with you though. Taught me how many people actually think we hate each other. <laughs> I cry myself to sleep every night because of you. Yeah, I think we need to go back though and like give Joe an amazing fucking shout out for that awesome fucking like description of what his influence is. Like those decks, the the textbook thing that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Follow-up question for Joe. Um, Dust wants to know, who within the community do you look for for deck ideas and creations of new lists? And I think that's a fantastic question as well. Oh, man. It is. Well, I, I just pay attention to what's performing well. So, you know, like when HackMe was winning every tournament for like a month straight, obviously I was staring at him and... Right now, I'm doing pretty well. Not that we've had a tournament 
for a couple weeks because of the of what's been going on, obviously. But recently, I've been doing pretty well, so I've been net decking myself. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, but you know, I respect all the top players in the community and what they come up with. So uh, I explore at least a little bit everything. Especially Dust's uh, Plunder Warrior. Right? Best warrior ever created. Uh, Derp Config asks us, uh, would you ever stream or record from mobile to show off the current mobile experience? I want to see what other non-PC players are getting for an experience. Um, I don't know how to do that, but like, if I could get it to run on mobile, I'd try. Um, I, I have the ability to record on mobile. I've actually like recorded some gameplay before, not from legends, but for other mobile games. Uh, I, I don't do it a lot because the way that the recording works on mobile, in my opinion, like capturing your voice sucks. So usually I record and then I do a voiceover later and that's like kind of tedious, but that, I mean, that's a, that's a good idea. I might do that at least once. I'll consider it. Sir Choate has streamed quite a few times uh, from mobile. Not since the uh, new client, but he used to. I might have to <clears throat> check that out. Um, Joe, you've had uh, Hercule Satan, Swanky, and a few other people ask if you are willing to marry them. Mm-hmm. I will be uh, reviewing their qualifications tonight. <laughs> That's code for send send uh, send Joe nudes. <laughs> you have my contact information. The fun and interactive podcast goes places other podcasts are too scared to go. <laughs> oh, this is a good question. Um, uh, Rebin Jam wants to know, did we have to sweat a blood oath not to reveal details of Matt's face while you were in Maryland, or did you have to sign an additional NDA before you met him? He just asked us not to say anything or take pictures of him. Listen, I've already violated the NDA, and I've described everything about his face. Uh, it's angelic. It's hard to look at directly. It's like looking into the sun. It is a thing of beauty. It is uh, majestic and magnificent and uh, puts his voice to shame. All right. <laughs> That's a possible explanation as well, I guess. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to catch up, man. Chat's been on fire tonight, so thank you, everybody, for uh, participating. Uh, Silver Fuse, not really a question, but just wanted to point out uh, that she thinks they get enough of the like general data from reddit and thinks they should get more influence from the top competitive or ladder players um i, I understand what you're saying but it is a bit of a double-edged sword because uh as much as we are probably the most invested in the game we're also the minority of the game right like if if their goal is to grow the community and get new player acquisition and things like this is going to sound kind of like bad but i don't know how else to word it right they need the everyday man and like the layman's point of view probably a little bit more than ours because 
you know, you, you can only, you know, have so many top players in, in the game, right? And so even though we might have the greatest understanding of the game, we might have the most invested in the game. Um, we're, you know, we, we certainly help, and I, at least I hope we help the, the community grow by, um, you know, being advocates for the game. Um, but we're not, we're not the target audience, if that makes sense. So it's it's interesting. It's different. Um, I would love to have more input. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I understand why we don't. If that makes any sense at all. Um, we got another. I will question. say. Oh. I will say too, though. Like even amongst just like the people who make content for the game, like there is a huge amount of diversity amongst like the opinions of people who create content. You know, like I think that like, for instance, like questions about should certain cards be neutral right is one that the content making community has, has kind of gone back and forth on recently um <clears throat> those aren't questions that i think maybe the people who exclusively play solo arena or never get past rank 10 are considering and because like you know they've recently i, I saw a post on reddit by somebody official who said that like the vast 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 like like you are in the the one percent if like you're like a top legend player, right? So if you have to if you take into into account the other ninety nine percent of players, uh, their opinions are just more important. There's just more of them. I hope uh, that made sense. I got distracted because I'm playing uh, Slay the Spire. Shocker, I know, right? Joe, what are you doing for uh, like the next six months in terms of podcast availability? <laughs> <laughs> I'm free, man. Let's do it. Um, we have to have Justin once in a while, though. Yeah, I'm a, I'd, be a, I'd be a great guest. <laughs> He'd be a great guest, right? Uh, Picado, good follow-up question here. Uh, I've only focused on two-color decks. What three-color deck should I focus on as my first one? I'm a little new to the game. Joe, you want to lead off? Uh, so I'm sorry. I missed it. What was that? Uh, somebody who's new to the game, they've pretty much only focused on two-colored decks, uh, and they want to know what three-colored decks should they begin venturing into. Uh, I think if you're just starting to learn, like I'm not sure exactly how much time you spent on two-colored decks, but I think the most straightforward tricolor class is Rhetoric. Um, it's a good... Um, it's a good class to figure out the proper ratios that they're of, uh, you know, different uh, costed creatures. And there are enough of each cost to fill it in well with choices for each one. Um, I think it provides a lot of room to tinker and figure out why decks work when they do work. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I, I think the only thing that I would uh, add to that would be it just depends on your collection. You know, if you're newer to the game, I would say maybe start with whatever tricolor. Uh, like if you have some really good uh, two color decks that you feel confident in and there's a tricolor where you can combine them. Like uh, I agree with Joe. I think Redoran's probably the easiest one to make the jump on. But if just hypothetically... You know, you've got a good battle mage deck and a good assassin deck or something, then Dagus might be better for you, uh, taking collection into account. But yeah, everything Joe said, I think, is right on. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a massive difference 
necessarily. Like when I was first learning, obviously tricolor decks weren't around, but I would uh, become really attached to specific cards or combos or whatever and just see how they worked in all the classes that you can play them in. And uh, you, it, that carries over easily to uh, tricolor. Here on the Fun and Interactive podcast, we like to ask the hard-hitting questions. So, Nickel Queen wants to know, Joe, why did you unfriend me in-game? Now I can't <laughs> bug you when we queue. You stink. Well, I mean, she answered her own question in the, in the question. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I unfriend a lot of people, though. Like, I mean, I'm constantly having to make room for it. I, I will say the friend yeah. request feature is something that I've been happy to have. Like it, it, it functions much better than it used to. I used to routinely crash the game, like trying to fix that. No longer. Yeah. This is good stuff. That just reminded me of when, like, whenever there would be like, uh, here's some behind the scenes of the uh, Master Series thing. Whenever there would be like, I would say four seconds at most of dead air during the um, during all of that shit, somebody in your ear would say, "All right, dead air guys, what are you doing?" Yeah, like constantly. And I'm I'm just uh, I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing questions here. We talked uh, for eight fucking hours. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was uh, it was something else. I remember when I was trying to get interviews from uh, people at the Master Series, and Joe was like, "No." Just, just well, flat out, no. Yes, me right when I got there, and I'm kind of like of the opinion that I don't want to watch myself um, giving an interview before losing terribly, after losing terribly. If that makes sense. No, it does. But <laughs> so, my my school of thought was like, look at how happy and young and innocent I was, and I just got crushed. You know, yeah. I don't want to go through that. I, my, uh, if my I want, I'd be happy. My school of thought was like, I was like, I want to try to interview as many people before they start playing because I had a feeling like once they'd lost, they were just like not going to want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm out, I've lost. So I was like, man, I really want to hope to catch people before we play. And everybody was like, no. And I understand, like I get it. You're Everyone was tired and nervous and trying to focus. But I just, I knew that once people had started losing, they were going to be like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they actually do that, Kaniac. Oh, and Grognak, yeah, they have fixed the friends list. At least the problem that I was facing. I don't I don't know what else the friend list, friends list does because I've just not fucking touched it in like a year now. <laughs> but it's working. Like, I no longer crash the client when trying to dismiss or add friends. I had a backlog of uh, hundreds of people that I yeah. fi- finally went through. got a great question and i can't wait to hear joe's response uh which cards do you think are problematic at the current stage of the game no oh, that is a good question um i don't really have anything to be honest like i haven't been playing a whole lot because the game hasn't been particularly playable for me since the update um prior to that I don't love the ox combo situation, and obviously warriors skipping people's turns is a little bit problematic. Yeah. Are you having, are you having problems with the ox combo, Joe? 
Yeah. Well, I don't think because of that freaking Exodia 13 Magicka combo in particular. I don't think that should exist. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought you meant you were having problems with like pulling it off because I was like, I doing just, it. I, oh no. I was gonna say I just recorded myself doing it in the new client. Like next week is basically a bunch of OTK videos. I I do uh, Whisperators, Ring and Namira, Unite the Houses, Nixox. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I have been uh, I've been playing. I recorded a couple videos with Abomination, and it's actually remarkably easier to play in the new client. Like, I kept, like, thinking that my turn had to be almost over, and, like, I the timer hasn't even started yet. Yeah, I got a ton of practice on that uh, Arx combo or in the original Assassin version. Yeah. And then um, once the Telvani became, was, you know, exposed as being really strong, that was during the Master Series qualifiers. I practiced the hell out of that um, and brought it to the last three. So, yeah, I've been uh, good. I was gonna just pivot to you, Justin, and say, did you think there were any cards that were uh, problematic? <clears throat> uh, as far as power level goes, like, good question. Um, the highest card on my on my radar is Nixox, just because I'm not a fan of OTKs of any kind. Even though I record a lot with them, I just don't not a huge fan. Um. Other like cards, are, I mean, like I think that conscription it, it, conscription is played to like more than I wish it was played. Like it just, I'm just bored with it. Uh, I don't know that it's too powerful. In fact, I'm fairly certain it's not. Um, and and there like there are a lot of ways to just beat it, right? Yeah. Like certain, um, both like control decks. Like you could run an unstoppable rage running control deck, or you could run an aggro deck to get under it. Like, uh. And that's that goes for the three like main conscription decks I run into. Um, cards that are too powerful. I mean, I, I I don't I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. I'm just just bored because like uh, we haven't had new content in six months. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's such a hard question to answer goes to show how well balanced the game is. You know. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. This is uh, the same answer I give every time this comes up. Um, in terms of like problematic cards, uh, and I think it's Unite the Houses. I think Unite the Houses right now is what Ulfric Uprising and Conscription and and uh, like Doppelganger were when Forgotten Hero Collection came out. When Forgotten Hero Collection came out, uh, and Justin and I were reviewing the cards, we kept saying over and over again, like this card isn't good now, but keep yeah. an eye on it because it just needs some things to be printed for this to be nuts. Because, like, yeah. let's be honest, Ulfric's Uprising came out, and we were like, eh, I don't really see it. And then Morwen came out, and it's been yeah. a beast. That's how I feel about Unite the Houses. We, I think... we were both we were both super concerned about Ulfric's Uprising when it was revealed. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel about Unite the Houses now. Uh, you know, Warrior 7 has already kind of shown that it can be consistent uh, a little bit. But I think that we are just a handful of cards away from that thing being a problem. And it'll be much, if it ever gets to that point, it'll be a much, much, much bigger problem than, in my opinion, Nixox or anything else. Because um, it's three Magicka and neutral, and you can run three copies of it. And there is no, like, even I hope for a prophecy to interrupt this. There is no race the turn timer. It's just straight win the game. So in terms of, like, problematic cards, things that could potentially... Like, everyone likes to throw around, like, A, it limits design space. 
Uh, that's a card that really, truthfully, 100% does limit design space. Like, not a meme yeah. saying it like that. So that that is the card I think has the, the potential to be the most problematic. You have to dance around it heavily uh, yeah. from a design <clears throat> point of view. Yeah, I think the game, the game in the future would be better off if uh, Uprising didn't exist. I was just going to say, if or uh, when we get the mage monk assassin house that's yeah. know, yellow, blue, green, then the uh, Unite yeah. the Houses Tribunal that Warriors plays will, will be completely broken yeah. in yeah. that house because you'll have the green all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know? I, I agree. I was going to say, I, I think the same thing about um, uh, with Battle Mage as well, like willpower, strength, intelligence. I think that one's potentially really problematic as well because you still get a lot of the defense, but you get things like uh, the the battle mage uh, onslaught. You get like plunder. Like there's so many randomized effects that you can do there. Mm-hmm. Belmore yeah, Prime Master. Um, Swanky asks uh, any of the nerfed cards that you would like to be unnerfed, like Atro, maybe. No. Hard no. I want uh, Crystal Tower Crafter and Harpy to be two twos again, Kappa. Nope. <laughs> I wouldn't mind uh, Manticore having Guard again, because that was like the easiest thing to play around to just win the game when they play it. Nope. <laughs> Jarl Estefan wants to know if any of us have tried any Slay decks because the Slay animation is incredibly slow with Sanctuaries right now. Uh, I've heard that from others, but I have not tried it, no. Yeah, I haven't tried it personally. The last gasp, the animation takes way too long, too. I I agree. It is distractingly long. and I But I'm not sure if it's because I'm not used to there being an animation associated with it or, or if it's actually long. Like, I haven't... I don't know. I always go... Like, I always second-guess my, like, like, reactions to things because, like, I worry that so much of like that i i really want to try not as a content creator to like avoid like irrational statements like and, and i preface everything that i like i try to preface things with i feel you know what i mean so i'm not mm -hmm. sure but I, i've been thinking about that a lot and also the uh mulligan like when you toss your cards it takes a couple seconds to get them back that's really annoying to me but yeah. Yeah, i could you know there are, there's a lot of polished stuff that um will be worked on there's a there's a ton of good that I'm excited about too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have full confidence that they'll get the animation stuff sorted out. You know, I just, um, I think that they're trying to do their best to do things in order of importance, right? So, like, fix the bugs that could potentially impact the game and then sort out the animations and smooth it out and blah, blah, blah. Um, stuff that also is probably going to make it in, though. So, like, I know a lot of people saw they fixed Uncano's voice line and I heard a lot of, like, well, why'd they fix that when there's so many other broken things? Well, the truth is that one was probably a pretty quick fix, right? Like you were pointing to one file and you just tell it to instead play this other sound file and then like you call it good, right? Like that's, yeah. But I'm sure that like when it comes to prioritization, they're trying to get the stuff that like impacts games. Um, Shinara says something interesting. Shinara says, I think Brotherhood Sanctuary is broken. I just think there aren't enough good slay cards. I wouldn't be surprised to see it get nerfed someday. I actually feel exactly the opposite. Like, I feel like the game has, since its inception, 
drifted further and further away from decks that are in any way interested in trading. Well, <clears throat> but the trade might not be... So let me uh, advocate for Shannara, right? The trade might not be the goal. It might just be the activation. Like imagine if Blood Magic Lord wasn't... Um, like this big late game card imagine if instead you had something that was like a three cost three three that made blood magic spells and I, like, yeah. I know i know that's ridiculous right but like hear me out if your goal was ever like i'm gonna play this and then on the next turn if they don't have an answer for me slaying something i'm gonna drop like two brotherhood sanctuaries and gain a bunch of value like it could become a pseudo combo deck i could maybe see that i think blood magic lord would see exactly the same amount of play it sees now if it didn't have that slay ability at all well, right, because everyone cares about the the summon, but that's also a super late game, right? I'm saying if if you ever get a reason to do it early, I I think that we might see something. But um, Eternal Youth wants to know: Do you ever do you think the new devs might bother improving mechanics like Treasure Hunt and Exalt, or will they forever be mediocre in terms of deck building around? I think that uh, both abilities could see play in small amounts, or could see new cards in small amounts. Um, I mean, I, I've talked to Peter and thrown some suggestions about how to improve some of those, but I can't say whether or not I'll ever be listened to. I think Treasure Hunt is really cool. I'd love to see that be uh, competitively viable. I do too. Um, I think something that would help it out a lot personally is if, uh, it counted on your opponent's turn. Like the fact that if I break a rune mm -hmm. and I don't trigger stuff, I think that impacts it pretty hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kazoo Croc uh, wants to know our thoughts on how long before we need to seriously consider phasing out sets and uh, then have uh, potentially like a wild ladder or like essentially two different game modes. I think that decision needs to be made in March of 2019. That's quite specific. Yeah. Suspiciously <laughs> specific. I would I would say that that decision is at least one pack based expansion away. I don't actually know anything about March of 2019. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> touch that. Everything I know, he knows. I don't know shit about March. Uh, Nikki P wants to know what her opinion was on the patch released today. good i think it was freaking awesome yeah just like i know the patch notes are really really long but it was just the one uh smoothing out the attack animation just made a world of difference to me it made the entire game fun to play again for me personally that's awesome yeah i mean i i think it helped a lot um and i mean it's a bunch of bug fixes so there's not like a lot to be super excited about but yeah I, I think it helped. I was excited. Yeah, me too. Um, Dave Modi said, did people actually get the legendary login reward card? The card I got never made it into my collection. I would say, Dave, uh, log out and log back in and then check. Because when I got the notification, I went and looked. It wasn't there. And then the next time I logged in, it was. Like, I got a Gortwog. And when I went to my collection to Soul Trap it, it still said I only had one Gortwog. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then the next time I logged in, I magically had two Gortwogs. So I, th I think that there's still something tied to that or some sort of delay. But that's what I had to do. 
I got a red Brahmin when I logged in today. Actually, I got two login rewards today. I got yeah. the last two days of the month. Uh, Grognax uh, asks, do we think the expansion will be delayed to fix the problems with the game? I, I mean, I don't know if delayed is the right word, but I would be shocked if we get an expansion when there's so many bugs still at large because you don't want to introduce new variables to an equation you're still trying to solve. Mm-hmm. My guess is that... that uh, never mind. <laughs> good, good call, Justin. Moving on. Uh, uh, all right we're getting pretty close to cut up here if people want to throw in we'll say like uh two more questions right because we're we're already a little over we went a little long and that's not a bad thing i love joe i just know justin's getting tired but i'll talk to joe all night hey man i have stayed engaged all evening i know you have i'm so proud of you Thank I you. Bro. I don't even mean that sarcastically. I mean like legitimately. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And when you say here, okay, now now that I've praised, <laughs> when you say engaged, what you really mean was you've been enjoying Slay the Spire, and I also am not mad at you, but I just want to be clear. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pie by Pie, what's up? Yeah. Hey, hello, Pie by Pie. She, she says, meanwhile, Joe is bored playing another game. No, Joe is I'm not. Fun, Joe is being uh, nice and considerate. Uh, Justin, on the other hand. <laughs> Hercules, right, man. I, I just love watching chat. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I chat, love all these guys. Man. I love making YouTube content, but the reason that I love like being live more is 100% chat. Like Everybody here makes this a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, I have to say, having gotten into streaming like in the last two weeks, I totally agree with you. Like, I I kind of always thought of because I I'd streamed a handful of times for like preview events and shit, and it always felt like super exhausting to be honest with you. But lately, I've really really enjoyed it. Like, chat's been awesome. Everybody's been cool. I, I honestly did not expect it to be as fun as it's been. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, we've got you know well over a hundred people hanging out with us right now, so. Um, like think about that for a minute, right? Like the whole reason I started streaming on Twitch was when I was growing up, I used to enjoy playing, uh, like console games with your buddies, right? You'd hang out on a Saturday afternoon. There might be three or four of you and you'd sit around and play games and have a good time. And I missed that as an adult. So I was like, all right, let's like meet some people who share interests. And, uh, I found Twitch and I saw other people doing it. I was like, I think I could do that. Right. So yeah. like, taking that concept and then trying to stretch that, like imagine literally hanging out with like over a hundred people, right? Like, cause that's what we're doing right now. All of yeah. us together in chat. And then like, you know, Joe and Justin and I there there's like a hundred of us, right? Like we could fill a movie theater or whatever with yeah. everybody. And we're all just hanging out like that. Like whenever I think about it in those terms, like that context, it kind of blows my mind that there are that many people like who all love the same thing. And uh, also are willing to like put up with us. <laughs> it's kind of humbling, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Pie by Pie says uh, it's a unique experience. Legends don't stream anything else. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Justin has already tried streaming something else. Yeah, we streamed uh, Grand Theft Auto Five because <laughs> I'm an idiot. No, our our computer couldn't handle streaming that game. Oh, you're not just here for me. 
My my wife is uh, lucky thirteen or lucky ten thirteen in chat, and so when she says she's just here for charmer, um, she's lying. I know that she secretly loves Justin. No, I love you too, Sophie. You're a good woman. Also, hello, Firo. Nice to see you as well. If you guys don't know Firo, another fantastic member of the community. Yeah, Firo, good to see you around, man. Legends misses you. So, uh, Hercule uh, said, speaking of new client, I can't log in right now, so I'm going to try to log in on mobile here real quick, see if I can confirm or deny that, but, uh, yeah, last, last, last call for questions, gang. That, that's a fantastic question. Well, uh, Reb and Jane wants to know, when you're playing Elder Scrolls Online, which, uh, faction is the best? Also, I did, a, I was able to log in successfully just so i uh i don't i always just make characters like <clears throat> whenever i make a new elder scrolls online character it's either because like I, I came up with a funny name that i want to put on a character like i have a uh i made an argonian because i was like oh man it would be hilarious if i was a lizard person and my name was uh hid from comet so that's how I made that character, and then they're just in whatever fucking you know faction or whatever. Like I don't pay any attention to the lore in that game. <laughs> I have no idea. That was such an awful answer. <laughs> um, yeah, I think when I was playing, I played a lot in the, like the beta and then at launch, um, and. I, yeah, it was, I mean, I was playing as a Khajiit, so. I mean, Khajiit. Uh, Mortal King wants to know, favorite NFL team, Joe? Uh, Seahawks, because that's my uh, state team. Ra uh, Raiders, because everyone hates them. Um, uh, a Washington football club. Uh, but on the East Coast, right? The the ones that are owned by Dan Snyder, who tanks every year with his bad management. Even though it kills me inside, I'm still paying attention. Um, Zombie Hunter 9 by 19 what name do you think that you should give your chat slash sub? Oh, that's actually a good question, because uh, Justin is like the Crab Shack, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you have something that you call... Like your chat and subs and whatever? I, I don't even talk to my chat. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> my man. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I Listen, I'm always open to ideas, but... Uh, oh, wait. I had that. When we were talking about this in my chat, we, <laughs> I suggested... I suggested the Weeping Willows. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that, right? Because I'm depressed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have no idea. I'm open to suggestions, but I don't. I don't have something. Oh fuck. And uh, we also had uh, Pi by Pi wanted to know what our favorite Bongo Cat meme was. What? There's a new meme floating around, Justin. If you haven't seen it, you'll love it. It's called Bongo Cat, and there's a bunch of different ones. Oh, actually, I know what you're talking about. Sanders showed me some of those. Yeah, um, there's one where it's like playing um, this ELO song, I think. 
there's no way any of our chat knows who the fuck ELO is. is <laughs> Dust, Dust says uh, Charmers viewers are called the Jigglers. I'm not against that. That actually might be the best <laughs> thing I've ever heard, Dust. That's funny. Ooh, uh, this is the important question. What are our favorite pastries? I like uh, Dutch Kringle. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Danish Kringle. Joe? I'm a fan of elephant's ears. Oh, that's such a good answer. Uh, mine's cinnamon roll. But elephant ears are really uh, pretty good. That's pretty good. No one said pie. She's so sad. It's I don't really even, a pastry, I don't even, is it? I was going to say, I don't know if that counts as a pastry unless it's like those bad McDonald's pies. Like, I think pie is like above pastries. It's a flat out meal, you know, like. Pie is almost a religion in some places. That's better than a lot of them. Dust. Oh, good old dust. What what is an elephant ear? Uh, let me let me tell you about what the elephant ear is. Uh, my UK friend from across the pond, an elephant ear is taking uh, like flour and other bakery items and then deep frying it the good old fashioned American way. And then when it comes out of the deep fryer, which by the way is usually uh, kept in some sort of mobile truck, but not like a high class food truck, like a carny truck traveling from like parking lot to parking lot across the Midwest. And uh, this elephant ear after it comes out of the deep fryer is then smothered in sugar and powdered sugar and cinnamon and served so hot that it will scald your insides uh, to various <laughs> people who will buy it. And it is wonderful. It is delightful. You're passionate, man, more than me. Listen, I used to be like very, very heavy, right? Like there is nothing, there is, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. there is nothing that gets me more excited than talking about the junk food I used to eat. There is a fat guy in me always waiting to come out. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> Dust is still hurting from the spicy wings that Jason had him try at Quaker. <laughs> can't, yeah. He can't trust any of us. I can't blame you, man. America's a scary place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're coming to the end uh, of at least like the normal uh, podcast thing. I'll I'll probably continue streaming afterwards like I normally do, but uh, it is getting late, and I know Justin's fading. He's been a, a trooper. Thank you. Joe, thank you very much for coming on the show, man. Oh, of course. Thank you, guys. This is a lot, ton of fun. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but that's cool. <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, this, this was a blast. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back. Great. I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, if he's still hanging out in chat, Arkham Warlock, we'd like to have you next week if you've got the yes. results of your survey ready. Arkham Warlock, please be on the show next week. That would also, be fantastic. we will forget that we asked you, so please reach out to us. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, right. So... Who, who wants to take us on uh, the closer for the recorded part? Who, do you want to have the honor, Joe? Do you want to say uh, we'll see you on the ladder? That's it? Yeah, that's what, you, that's what we close on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on the ladder, guys. 
<laughs> I'm getting replaced. <laughs>